0: The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and advisors. This is WLRN News. I'm Tim Paget. When it comes to the U.S. presidential election, the headline in Florida is Joe Biden's struggle with the critical Latino vote. A big reason for that is socialismo, that is, the fear-mongering being stoked here that says Biden will turn the U.S. into a socialist regime like Cuba or Venezuela. But it turns out it's not just U.S. conservatives who are pushing that line for the benefit of President Trump's re-election campaign. Conservative elected officials in Colombia are also helping drum up the falsehood that Biden is a clone of left-wing Latin American dictators like the late Hugo Chavez. Los latinos están con Trump. One is right-wing Colombian Senator Maria Fernanda Cabal. She makes social media videos endorsing Trump, and she writes Biden bashing op-eds on Colombian websites like Periodico Debate, popular with Colombian and Latino expats. In one article, Cabal suggests Biden is benefiting from the COVID-19 pandemic because the virus, she writes, was hatched in communist China. Several other conservative Colombian officials have joined the scare campaign. You can call it disinformation, but those are opinions Colombian Congressman Juan David Vélez has a special assignment. His job is to represent Colombians living abroad, especially the estimated one million Colombians living in Florida. Vélez himself has dual Colombian-U.S. citizenship. He splits his time between Bogota and Miami, and he's not shy about blurring the line between Colombian and U.S. politics or endorsing Trump and other Republican candidates. La Salazar. She's challenging Democratic Miami Congresswoman Donna Shalala. This is Salazar in a recent online forum hosted by Bayles and right-wing former Colombian President Alvaro Uribe. Uribe is especially popular with conservative Latinos in Florida. In her talk, Salazar says Biden and the Democrats have been taken over by the radical socialist left. Bayles and Uribe back her up. As Bayless told me, We understand that there is a risk to become socialist or communist, not only in countries of South America, but also in the United States. In a statement to WLRN, Shalala's campaign said she is disappointed that Salazar is pulling a page out of the Trump playbook by embracing foreign influence in our elections. Shalala also pointed out she has helped enact legislation punishing socialist dictators, including Venezuelan President Nicolás Maduro. Salazar did not respond to our request for comment. Bele says this is not a case of foreign influence, and he sees nothing wrong with Colombian officials being involved this way, especially since so many Colombians live in the U.S. We have a preference about what would be better for Colombia. The thing is, today, with communications technology, it's easier to get involved in another election in countries around the world. It's part of globalism. It's just a new way of understanding politics around the world. It's not a big deal. But former Colombian President Juan Manuel Santos does consider Colombian involvement in the U.S. election a big deal. Santos told an audience in Colombia this month that he recently got a call from a U.S. contact close to the Trump administration. That person allegedly said a high-level official in Colombia's conservative administration had reached out to help Trump's campaign. Santos spoke with me from Bogota. He says that U.S. contact told the Colombian official, "Listen." you are playing with fire here. I hope they won't continue to try to intervene in the election because they are jeopardizing the bipartisan relations between the U.S. and Colombia that has worked so well. No evidence has surfaced that anyone in the Colombian administration is helping the Trump campaign. And conservative Colombian politicos like Congressman Vélez argue Colombian liberals are making their own endorsements. Left-wing Colombian Senator Gustavo Petro recently said if he were an American, he'd vote for Biden. And four years ago, when Santos was president, he himself said then-candidate Donald Trump's foreign policy was not in line with what Colombia wants. He also said Hillary Clinton was a great ally of Colombia. Santos denies that was an endorsement of Clinton. That is very different from saying I want to intervene and help you in the campaign. To say that Joe Biden is a communist and to organize Colombians to vote for Trump. Something else happened four years ago that is the root of more than just Colombian involvement in the U.S. election. It also helps explain the strategy Trump and the Republicans are using with Latino voters now to paint Biden and the Democrats as radical socialists. And it starts with another former Colombian president, Álvaro Uribe, and his right-wing Centro Democrático party. That's Uribe at Mondongo's restaurant in Doral during a visit to South Florida in October of 2016. He had just scored a major political victory back in Colombia. In a referendum, he'd led the defeat of then-President Santos's peace deal with Marxist guerrillas, the FARC. Uribe did it by creating the Castro Chavismo scare. That refers to Cuba's late communist dictator Fidel Castro and Venezuela's late socialist strongman Hugo Chavez. Uribe ominously warned Colombian voters that if they made this peace with the FARC, they'd be opening the door to Castro Chavismo. Castro Chavistas are going to take over Colombia and then you're going to lose your house and your kids and all these brouhaha. Juan Pablo Salas is a Colombian native and today is an expat political analyst in Sarasota. Colombia's Congress did later pass a peace package that ended the country's long civil war. But Salas cites Uribe's 2016 visit to Dural as the moment his Castro Chavismo blueprint was exported to the U.S. They were all sitting at the table and looking at him as if he was the messiah. In Sitting with Uribe at Mondongos were Miami Republican congressional leaders, including Senator Marco Rubio and Congressman Mario Diaz-Balart. Two conservative Colombian-American community leaders who spoke with the Republican delegation that day confirmed this to WLRN. As Uribe whipped up the crowd of Latino expats, the Republicans became more and more convinced that Uribe's political tactics could work in Florida. They could accuse democrats not just of being soft on castro chavismo but of being part of it Solace was also there alvaro uribe really drove the ball the language they're using in miami nowadays is a mirror of what happened in colombia back in 2016. beforehand nobody would have ever attempted to accuse joe biden of being a communist agent however now it is a possibility and having success Uribe could not be reached for comment. He was put under house arrest in Columbia last month and resigned his Senate seat. He's under investigation for involvement with right-wing paramilitary death squads and for witness tampering in that case. He denies the accusations. Meanwhile, some Miami-Dade County commissioners had hoped to rename a Miami street for Uribe this year. That now appears to be on hold, but Uribe's political methods remain very much alive here. I'm Tim Paget in Miami. The Latin America report is made possible by MBAF CPAs and advisors.